Good morning, good morning, everybody. This is Thomas Bahamas, and you are here for another episode of Solana Weekly. Um, anyways, we're here. It's a bear market, FUD's all around us, crypto market's down bad, Solana's down, NFTs are mostly sideways, but we still got a ton to go over. I've been debating the idea of how we move the space forward and have actually come around to the Web3 narrative and think we should all get behind it. Why is that? Because it rebrands crypto. It gives us a much more positive connotation and also puts together all these different factions of crypto communities, giving us one big central idea to push. Um, you know, we don't want to have too many separate narratives and be bashing one another too much because it just looks like mayhem from the outside. Um, all the different communities and coins and protocols are, it's just too much. You know, the infighting does nothing. Um, I normally cover what's the biggest FUD and I think what it is, is actually just the internal fighting, right? It's Ethereum versus Bitcoin. It's ETH versus Solana. It's Solana NFT projects bickering about royalties. You know, it's actually the biggest users and biggest bulls that aren't doing themselves any favors here. I think a lot of these discussions aren't really meant for the public and are, you know, boring and just not productive. A lot of this arguing about this, it, it's kind of reminiscent of like arguing about the wires that power the internet and not necessarily focusing on the beautiful applications of the innovation that we can actually cheer on. So I think that's something that we need to focus on is the bigger picture and what people from the outside are seeing. Um, you know, if you take a look at this and you're not in this space every day, it just looks like a bunch of people arguing, yelling at each other, calling one a scam and other scams, which just all looks like a scam, but it's not. Um, and I don't, I don't really know how we go about changing this, but we got to start with ourselves and got to start choosing positivity over FUD. Um, Solana is definitely a positive ad to the Web3 space, and we need to be promoting digital assets that are fun and can be wholly owned and secured, um, right? So self-custody, self-sovereignty, um, it's all part of it. You know, we get kind of abstracted away when we think about, you know, our monkey profile pictures and stuff, but that's that. it is what it is. All right, now to kind of get into the meat of it, uh, let's talk about the Solana price, not looking too hot. Um, at around 1219 right now we had a high of 1470 for this week and dumped down to 1170. Um, the crazy part about this is I can't even really tell you why right it wasn't necessarily a narrative thing Solana wasn't down nothing like that right um, it got scary on the lows we kind of recovered but you know everyone's still out there calling for sub ten dollars um, I think a lot of this is is just kind of you know, that all markets are down and you get a little bit of bad news and crypto's reacting even, even worse than the traditional markets. So, you know, macro kind of runs the show and we're going to follow whether that's on the upside or the downside. Um, moving on to Solana over Ethereum. It's kind of a nothing burger again, sitting at about 0.01. Uh, we're still down bad. No, no decoupling yet. 
move on to NFT news. Uh, yesterday, Mara is minted out. They came over from near. It's a pretty strong community. Pretty dope art. Um, I got my hands on a few of those. Excited to see where they go. Uh, Knittables are minting today. They look pretty cool. Um, kind of a 3D, pretty cool vibe. Uh, looks like they're having some issues with the mint. I guess the mint page was down. Looks like some people with whitelist didn't get it, but you know what's what's a good drop without a few issues? Um, yeah, then next, you know, we can't talk about NFTs and not talk about this Trump drop. Uh, he dropped his trading cards and it was a smash. Um, it was on Polygon and 45,000 individual pieces and they sold out. Um, not only did they sell out, they 10x'd. So it was a hundred bucks and it was like 0.07 ETH is what the price was. And they were sitting at 0.8 ETH for a little while. Um, I don't know who was paying that for these, but they they were. You know, definitely dropped back down. But I mean, I think this is just huge. Um, you know, how do you bring about mass adoption? You know, bring in strong communities and show them that they can make money. You know, the, the MAGA group hit a 10x. Um, powerful community with over 45 million votes for Trump. And think about it, he's a former president. You know, whether you like him or his politics aside, he launched an NFT project and I mean, it's, it's huge. I mean, how could you not be bullish on this space? I also kind of like the mechanics and the way that it was done as well. Um, it was really smart. So it was, it was a digital trading collectible, um, easy to digest. You pay a hundred bucks or 99 bucks is what it was. Um, you can use a credit card if you want and you get a digital card, you know, that's one thing, whether they'll actually be able to find, you know, where these cards were sent to their wallet, uh, still yet to be determined, but this is kind of proving that the more we can simplify the wording, the narrative, the process, the better off we are. And you know what? Growth is growth. You know, exposure is exposure. You know, like I said, it might not be on Solana, but that's pushing the whole Web3 narrative there, proving out the value of NFTs and communities. So we like it. Um, on to DeFi. So Drift Protocol. Uh, version 2 is live to everyone now. Um, I tested it out and it's super clean. Um, I think we need more of these and hope to see them succeed. Um, also got red-pilled on Lafinity and their Flare NFT project, as well as their DeFi protocol. Um, I love everything about this one. You lock up your NFT for six months, earn yourself some tokens, lock those tokens, and you actually earn more while they're locked. Um, and also, while you're doing that, you're, you're earning some of the revenue of the actual protocol. So it's not, it's not like actually a Ponzi. You're not just getting tokens for nothing, right? It's, it's your, you're actually getting part of the revenue of um, a protocol that's making money. So it's, it's cool. Um, team seems solid. Community's been super welcoming and yeah, I like it. We'll see where that goes. Um, also, have to bring up some conversations that uh, Tolly's been having on Twitter lately. He's been advocating for building a centralized exchange on Solana. Um, I don't really know how this would work technically, but 
the idea would be something like having a centralized organization and they keep all reserves and addresses on chain so that you'd never have another FTF, another FTX, uh, right? You could, you know, you don't have to go through all these weird um, audits or anything to prove that you actually have the reserves. You could just look on chain and verify it right away. Um, a cool idea, but there's probably a lot in the way of actually getting something like this launched. I can see this being huge because um, the centralized experience is generally so much better. Um, yeah, I watch these totally Twitter debates like an avid sports fan that doesn't fully understand the sport. Like it's rugby, um, but it's my college, so I'm rooting for them regardless. Um, yeah, an interesting part that came out of that too was one of the main guys at Orca actually chimed in saying that this is something they'll do. Uh, I'm bullish. I tried pinging him in MonkDAO's DeFi channel and Discord, but haven't heard anything back. They actually also discussed this on uh, the most recent Unchained podcast in the episode with Kobe and Chris Berninski. Um, you know, kind of the pros and cons of it. Um, you know, one of the things is it's being all on Solana. You'd just have like a ton of bridged assets and you don't want to just trade Solana, you'd want to bring in different protocols. So that would be wrapped, it'd be bridge. So, you know, it doesn't come without risks and doesn't come easily, but something to think about. I mean, we're focusing on kind of the bigger picture items and, you know, that could be a cool way of doing it. Uh, let's see, kind of a few topics of the current thing. I mean, we got the Trump NFTs. You know, you're probably going to hear something from your parents about that. Um, Polygon, multi-chain, uh, you know, RL1's even profitable, NFT smart contracts, are they open sourced or is it siloed to Magic Eden? Um, you know, people just don't stop talking about the bear market. You know, there's, there is some development and cool protocols coming out of Bitcoin. Um, you know, overall kind of malaise and boredom and the dollar cost, dollar cost averaging. So best FUD that I've seen, it's everyone's fudding, right? So everyone's just down bad. I think the biggest FUD is people leaving the space when it's not as fun. Um, you know, I ran a few, um, few things to check out, you know, some of my trades and it was like, all right, you know, yeah, up and sold, but down massive in USD. So. I think when people do, you know, full portfolio checks, you know, that's going to be something, you know, kind of a tough pill to swallow. Um, but, you know, we're going to be down for a while, you know, find some areas you can contribute and add something positive um, or just, you know, spend a little more time, you know, at your job and you know, dollar dollar cost average in when you can. And, you know, ho hopefully this uh, comes back sooner than later. Another thing I've been thinking about is how I'm going to actually use this Solana phone, right? So I, I pre-ordered, uh, paid a hundred bucks. You know, I've got the, got the NFT and they start shipping Q1 and I'm an iPhone guy, right? So I don't have any experience with an Android um, and my iPhone's ready to get upgraded. So 
debating whether I upgrade my phone and have my Solana phone be my backup or be my secondary phone. But I mean, who carries around two phones these days? Um, so I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I imagine probably a ton of people are going to be in the same scenario. And, you know, I guess in order to actually move the space forward, you know, we need people to take control of their privacy. And that's what this phone is doing, right? There's a lot more safety protocols and, um, you know, controls and settings that you can actually use in this that you can't use in other phones. So, um, I don't know, I guess if I was to look at it side by side, it would probably be an easy choice to go with the Solana phone. It's, you know, I've got Solana, I like Solana, I use it all the time. So that would be the choice, but also, you know, it's how you interact with a lot of the internet work and everything. So it's, uh, it's up in the air. Um, but you know, starting early next year is when we'll see that. So we'll see the level of adoption that that brings. And I don't know, I don't know how much it'll actually affect me. I don't see, I don't run into the issue of needing, um, a ton of money on my phone all the time for paying for things. I don't think I've ever actually seen a Solana pay in person. Um, but it'd be cool, right? I mean, I guess this would bring up or incentivize people to use it more. So see where that goes. It, it's going to be cool either way. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of, kind of all we got. And uh, as always, this is Thomas Bahamas bringing you an okay recap of uh, this week in Solana. Hope you guys are staying safe and have a good holidays.